is going on, everyone? You made it to the Mission Driven Made podcast where we provide you with unfiltered fitness truth. This is your host, Jacob Straub, and welcome back to another episode of the Friday Debrief. If you're new today, what we do here, like I just mentioned a second ago, is provide you with unfiltered fitness truth, all to help improve your quality of life. And we're doing this for a couple of reasons. So unfortunately, the fitness industry is filled with a lot of clickbait, a lot of false promises, and just a lot of lies in general. So we want to create a platform to combat this and to give you honest, unfiltered fitness information. So if you're new, thanks for being here. We are excited that you are here. And man, guys, this is this is crazy. This is going to be one of the last times that I introduce myself in a solo way. Uh, it's going to be one of the last times where I'm doing the podcast uh, by myself, especially you know with these Friday debriefs. So as you guys know, Clayton Taylor is my new permanent co-host, and he's going to start recording me really soon. And I am absolutely thrilled for him to start. You guys are going to love him. He is so intelligent. He's going to bring just so much to the table. So this might not be my last solo episode ever, but on a regular basis, you're going to be hearing from more than just me <laughs> on, on these uh, episodes, which I think is great uh, for you guys to hear someone else besides just me. I, I always feel multiple points of view, even if they're similar, sometimes it's easier to understand things when someone else says it in their specific way. I know for me, when I'm learning, depending on who is teaching, just the way they convey or articulate their message will completely depict <laughs> if I'm able to learn something or not. So that that's one of the the many values uh, that will be added here to, to the platform with having Clayton. So I cannot wait. It's going to be really soon. Now, I also wanted to talk to you all about something I've brought up before in Instagram posts. And this is actually something that I've failed at recently, so I wanted to share it. And I mentioned over and over about how important it is to keep an open mind with things. And this isn't just fitness, but this is life in general. Now, this is really hard to do for us to let go of our own personal beliefs and biases and situations to let those guardrails down a little bit and to actually hear someone else's opinion about something or someone else's perception. And if you're able to do this, you're setting yourself up for long-term success when it comes to not just being a lifelong learner, but being able to grow in these different facets of your life. So here's the specific situation where I failed with keeping an open mind <laughs> just until recently. So if you guys remember, Andrew Coates uh, was on the podcast about, was that a week ago or so? And he was fantastic, wasn't he? Oh my gosh, he was amazing. And I, I hope to have him back on the podcast. So Andrew, if you are listening, we can't wait to have you back. So anyways, Andrew um, had posted something on social media recently, and it mentioned the all the New Year's resolutions that are going to be happening soon and all of the people that are going to be rushing into the gym. So the post was basically saying, hey, if you're a trainer or even if you're not a trainer, if you're just a, a fitness enthusiast or someone that goes to the gym on a regular basis, we need to stop bashing people for making New Year's resolutions or stop complaining about for you know the first month of the new year, they're being 
thousands of additional people in all the gyms and taking up space, even knowing most of these people are not going to follow through with the resolutions. And they're probably going to be out of the gym in a couple weeks or a couple months at the most. So he said, we need to stop doing this because we are discouraging new people from going to the gym to begin with. Some people might be timid going in there for the first time and not really knowing what to do. And by us making fun of these new year's resolutions or just bashing the whole rush of new people coming into the gym. This is going to discourage people from going in there and participating in fitness for the first time. Now that is the exact opposite thing that I would ever want to do. I would never want to discourage any human being from ever being able to go in the gym or to, to participate in fitness in whatever capacity that is. So I am so happy that I read that because the light bulb kind of went off because I know for sure in the past, at least to my wife, I've complained about the rush of people going into the gym and how crowded it's going to be. And not so much on the, the New Year's resolution side, but mainly just the, the rush of people that are going into the gym. So I've complained to my wife you know, I know these people <laughs> aren't going to stick around for more than a couple of weeks and it's going to be packed and I'm going to have to wait for different uh, equipment or cardio machines or whatever it may be. But like I said, that's the last thing I want to ever do is discourage someone from coming into the gym because I know the gym and fitness in general can be life-changing for just about everyone. It's a, a place where just about everyone goes to become a better version of themselves in some way, shape, or form. So that's what I love about the gym. And that is a promise that I've made is to, to be better about that and to accept the rush of people uh, coming into the gym no matter how packed it is. Also, guys, I wanted to do the announcements first. I normally wait to the end of the episode, but I was really excited um, to announce this again. And that is uh, the new online private fitness community from Mission Driven Made. It's called The Forum, if you guys haven't heard me say that the last week or two. And you're going to be able to find a link for The Forum in the show notes down below. So you could click that. It'll take you to the community. If I didn't just mention this already, uh, it's completely free. Um, you can also get there from going to the Mission Driven Made website. And you can get there from going into the link in the Mission Driven Made Instagram bio. So there's a couple ways to do it. It'll be easiest if you just click down below and it will take you right to the private online community. And it's going to be something I'm going to start putting a lot of time in. I I love communities in this aspect where there's a, a lot of like-minded people that might not have the same goal, but we all just you know enjoy and love fitness. And it's also going to be a place where any of you can ask me or Clayton questions, and I'm going to be on there every day to respond to any questions that people have. And this could be anything from fitness, uh, nutrition, health, mindset, lifestyle, or just anything in general. It's just a place for everyone to converse and a place for listeners of the podcast to connect, a place for fitness enthusiasts to connect. And then also, even if you've never participated in fitness or been to the gym or anything, it's a place for all of those people too. So we would be happy to have you make sure you click that link that says uh, the form there down below, and we'll be uh, happy to, to let you in there. All right, guys. So for today's 
episode, the topic is the false dichotomies of fitness. Now, so what do I mean when I say false dichotomies of fitness? So this is the black and white thinking. And over the course of the last few years, I would say since COVID hit, since this pandemic started, the one thing that good that has come out of these last couple of years, at least for me mentally, is it's forced me to see things in more of a nuanced way and not just black and white, which is so easy for all of us to do. And I think it's important for for many reasons. If we think just black and white, automatically that's going to have a polarizing effect. And I, I don't think that is normally the way to go. And I've also thought a lot the last couple of years, why we as humans do this? Why do we think sometimes so black and white? Or why do we want answers that are so black and white? And this is the conclusion that I've come up with so far. We want things black and white because it's easier. We all love the quick results. We love the instant gratification. And sometimes it can just be even a form of laziness. Like for example, if you're like, I want to get in shape, how do I do this? Uh, Some of us may want this exact black and white answer saying you need to work out this many days a week or you need to eat this exact meal this amount of times every single day. So by doing that, it completely gets rid of nuance. And as all of you know, Human beings are very complex, just very complicated, and almost every situation has at least some type of nuance in it. So I don't necessarily care if you get anything out of the specific content I'm going to share, the three examples. My hope for today is after uh, this podcast is over, when you guys come across any situations, especially when it's related to fitness, when you see something or hear something that seems very extreme. I want you to stop for a second, take a moment to think, not in a black and white fashion, more in a fashion of nuance in trying to understand that what that person may be saying might not be completely accurate. So if that made sense at all, that's more of my goal today than just a few examples that I'm going to give you here in a second. Uh, So Example number one, and I know (laughs) everyone has heard this a bunch of times, and that is you have to resistance train or do cardio. Now, normally when people say this, it more means that if you are looking to build muscle and you do cardio whatsoever, it is going to kill all your gains. You're going to lose muscle, you're going to lose a ton of weight, and you can't make any gains in that regard. So... Where does this specific false dichotomy come from? I don't know exactly, but my guess would be possibly, you know, the old school bodybuilding community, not entirely sure uh, with that. But what is it saying is basically that you have to pick. If you want to gain muscle, it's going to be detrimental to go and then do cardio. And this is simply not true. Now, I will say, if you are doing extreme, extreme amounts of cardio on top of your resistance training, so just to, to be extreme here, say you resistance train, I don't know, four to six days a week, and then you're doing 14 or 15 cardio sessions on top of that. Yes, that might have some 
some negative impact if what you're trying to do is optimize building muscle. So absolutely, I'm not saying that wouldn't happen. There can potentially be interference there, but our bodies are pretty fantastic, excuse me, at adapting to the demands that we place on it. So can we build muscle and maybe improve our aerobic capacity a little bit at the same time? Sure. Will you be able to optimally gain as much muscle as possible if we're doing those 14 cardio sessions a week? Probably not. But the point being, you can still do both. There is a happy medium there. In fact, I encourage you to do cardiovascular or aerobic exercise, even if your main priority is building muscle. And here's why. People that have a strong aerobic system, what happens is when you go to resistance train, say we do, we'll do, say we'll do a set of deadlifting. You finish your set, and by having a great aerobic capacity, you're going to be able to recover from that set of deadlifts faster and more efficiently, thus meaning you can go into the next set with more energy and you're going to be able to lift more weight. Then in the long term, meaning probably gain a little bit more strength and a little bit more muscle. So in that regard, cardio can be a fantastic thing. Now, if it's not your thing, you don't have to do cardio all the time or anything, but a few sessions a week could definitely provide you with benefits, even if building muscle is your main priority. Another thing with cardio too, I personally think cardio when used as the sole tool for fat loss, I think, especially like I said, when it's on its own, when you just do cardio, I think it is highly overrated. But where cardio is underrated is for doing it uh, in the situation I just described, but then also just for general heart and lung health. So keep that in mind as we're going into the new year, whether you're looking to gain muscle, whether you're not really looking to do that, you just want to improve your aerobic system, just know you don't have to pick. You can blend both of them and still uh, make great gains and have great results from there. Let's uh, move on to number two. And I've talked about this one uh, a couple times before, and that is you have to train in the eight to 12 rep range if you are looking to build muscle. Now, especially the last couple years, this has been debunked multiple times. And I can also tell you from personal experience, when I started training outside of the standard rep range that uh, I just went over there, I actually saw pretty immediate gains in strength and also a little bit of muscle. So here's a specific example. As some of you know, I started my fitness journey as a young teenager, and for the most part, I did traditional bodybuilding type of training. So that's how I started. Eventually, as I got closer toward my fire department career, I started training in more of a circuit type of fashion. And then eventually I made my way to CrossFit. And I did that for years and years and years. And now doing that type of training, and then even going back to where I am now, I do more of the traditional strength training, a little bit of bodybuilding. So even going back to that, those three different training modalities that I've done over the course of my lifetime, there's never really been a time that I focused on a lower rep range. Now in CrossFit, yes, before we do those crazy hard Metcons, we normally start with a strength movement and sometimes it was lower reps. But to 
put that as the focus in my programming. I hadn't really done that up until about a month ago. I did a very short train cycle where strength was the only thing or the main thing that I focused on. And I just wanted to see what would happen. So what I did was some of my major compound lifts, like for example, the squat, uh, deadlift, those type of movements. So instead of performing them with higher reps, I dropped the reps down a little bit somewhere in the, we'll say the three to, to five rep range and lifted somewhat heavy. And I, I wasn't going to failure or any set like that, but that was my goal there just to start lifting a little bit heavier in that lower rep range. And then the rest of the movements I did, some of the like single joint uh, movements, say like a bicep curl, I lowered the reps just a little bit on those too. So instead of just, you know, doing kind of the standard eight to 12 or 10, or excuse me, eight to 12 or 10 to 15, I brought that down a little bit as low as even, you know, six to eight sometimes. So all I did was lower the reps a little bit and I just want to see what it would do if I could still, you know, gain muscle with all this um, since for so long I was kind of worried that couldn't happen. And in fact, I noticed almost immediate results. I was stronger right away. I gained a little bit of muscle over the short training cycle and I couldn't believe how fast my body responded. And especially since I've been trained for a while, I feel as it takes a long time for my body to respond to just about any training stimulus. So I just wanted to see if this would actually work and it absolutely worked. And so just some of the main considerations though, if you do change up your reps, uh, outside of this eight to 12 rep fashion, what you would need to do to build muscle. Some of the main considerations are you have to make sure you have enough volume, which is going to be a bit different for everyone. And then working at least somewhat close to muscle failure. So those were some of the considerations, but yes, this has been debunked and you do not have to work in the eight to 12 rep range to gain muscle. You can go under that. You can go over that as long as there is enough volume and you're training uh, close to failure. Uh, let's uh, move on to, we're going to do the last one for today. And that's going to be number three. And that is the keto or low carb diets are the only way to lose weight or the only optimal way to lose weight. I have to admit, I did think after a couple years that the, the novelty would wear off with the keto diet and carnivore and other fad diets like that. But they are definitely here to stay because I see uh, versions of these two diets uh, promoted all the time. But I did want to mention real quick, I'm referring to keto right now in the sense of fat loss because uh, I know there is some therapeutic effects with keto. So I'm not talking about that. I'm specifically just talking about it for fat loss today. And another thing to keep in mind when you see something, and this seems to happen on social media the most, when you see something, a training program or some type of fad diet that seems a bit extreme, normally there's a hidden agenda behind this and it's normally to sell products to you. Obviously selling products isn't a bad thing or offering services isn't a bad thing, but when it's done where there isn't integrity behind it, then it's definitely uh, not a good thing. So for example, people will promote these extreme ways of training or diets to get more clicks, to get more views on their social media. People see it, their Instagram grows hundreds of thousands of followers, you know, every couple months, I've literally seen this. And from that, more people buy their products. So just keep that in mind when you see these extreme forms of training and nutrition. So let's go over the keto diet real quick and why I don't think it's the most optimal way um, to lose fat. 
and so when people consume a standard diet that has carbohydrates in it, when you consume carbohydrates, eventually in your body, that carbohydrate uh, turns into what's called glycogen. So that's just a stored form of carbohydrate, which is in your muscles and also in your liver. When you have glycogen, water also attaches to this. So for every about gram of glycogen in your body, there's normally about three grams of water attached to this. So when you stop eating carbohydrates or lower them to the point of, you know, how the keto diet does it, the initial losses in weight is normally from water. So, you know, after a week or so, people say they lost eight pounds in a week or, you know, something crazy like that. And this isn't due to fat loss. For the most part, this is due to a high amount of water weight that is lost. So there, there is an example of how people can be dishonest and kind of create this false dichotomy of the keto diet being the best way to lose weight. Because yes, if someone made that statement, the keto diet makes you lose tons of weight and is the best way to do so. Technically, you could agree because you could go on the keto diet and lose tons of weight in a week. But the the dishonesty is that it's not some golden ticket to lose more fat. It's you're losing more water weight. And then also, of course, you know, <laughs> you're, you're going to lose some weight if you completely cut out a macronutrient group or any type of food groups. So just keep this in mind, everyone, when you see these extreme ways uh, of dieting or training promoted, just know the false dichotomy that they sometimes create. There's something else behind that. There's some type of agenda and it's not always in your best interest. All right, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to the Friday debrief. If you have not yet, and if you found value in our content today, go ahead and subscribe to the show and then leave us a five-star review. It's going to help us grow the show tremendously. All right, everyone, go out there, have a great rest of your Friday night. Have a great New Year's Eve, a great New Year's. I'll catch you guys all soon. Love all you. And until next time, stay mission-driven.